Welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we're going to talk about anger. And I thought it would be great for us to talk about the different types of anger that we do have out there, but then also to discuss the myths that we do have about anger and the tools that we can use as far as being resilient as relates to anger itself. I go back to a few years ago when I had a professor and my professor told me about anger and group. And one of the things that she mentioned was that anger is an emotional response that we have to external and internal events. And she said a lot of times it's about a perception um, when you have people who can be perceived as maybe a threat or you can think of injustices that are out there can cause people to have what we like to call that fight or flight response, um, which can cause or ensue to anger or anger outbursts. So when I think of anger, I think of different emotions that can be triggered as relates to your anger and then ways that people can either learn to let go of it or to allow their anger to actually change that experience that they have with themselves or with others. Um, When I think of also just the way that people express anger, um, some of you guys may know anger can be expressed verbally. We see it, of course, physically at times. But I also think of anger from an emotional standpoint of how people can internalize their anger and the anger can lead to a lot of physical ramifications, which can be, of course, we know high blood pressure for some people or even heart attacks. Um, Sometimes when we get really angry and upset um, that we can sometimes act out and that can not only hurt us, but it can also lead to jail time for some people or maybe losing a relationship based on something we said. So when I think of anger, I think it's so important for us to know that anger is something that can happen in many different ways, but also the experience that we have in anger can vary from person to person. So let's talk about some of the myths of anger. One myth that I've been told before is if I ignore it, it will just go away, right? Y'all may have heard that before. You just let something go, it's not as big of a deal. The issue is in reality is that we still have feelings and those feelings can still persist despite the fact of us telling ourselves we're going to let it go. So sometimes in indirect ways, we can have harmful things that can happen and that can cause us to even get more upset. Another myth that I've heard is time heals all wounds. I know you guys may have heard of that before, but the reality is that the Emotions are not going to be resolved if you allow it to still fester within you. So it doesn't mean that just because time has changed that the wounds aren't still there. Another one that I've heard is if I'm not angry, others will want walk all over me. They'll just kind of take control of me at times. And that's not necessarily true. I think it goes back to the habits that we develop and also setting boundaries that it's important to know that long term, we can actually set boundaries and tell someone how we want to be treated and maybe not surround ourselves with people who do walk all over us. Because if we continue to allow people to do that, it can definitely have a negative feeling that we can sometimes start to use as a way to stay in that way of thinking. And the last one I want to give you guys is it. It is other people and situations that make me angry. And I've heard people do that. It goes back to what I like to call like the blame game. So you start to see someone saying, well, everyone is getting angry with me. Everyone's treating me this way. And that's the reason I react the way I do. But a lot of times we allow outside circumstances to dictate how we feel. And if we allow other people to change our peace of mind in the way we feel, then it definitely can increase our anger within ourselves. So let's talk about some of the tools. 
These are some effective tools we can use to help us when we get angry. The first tool that I would like to give is for you guys to actually effectively work on stress reduction. So there are different things we can use for stress management. For some of us, it will involve what we like to call physical exercise. For others, it may be what deep breathing. If you guys have never done deep breathing exercises, they can be definitely helpful as it relates to reducing our stress level. Our second one I would like to recommend is to stand up for yourself in a respectful but a firm way. So it's important for us to be able to stand up for our rights and to say how we feel, but also to be respectful in the way we actually share that feeling. That way we can actually build rapport as it relates to that relationship with others. My third tip would be is to set appropriate limits and boundaries. So when we talk about setting boundaries, it can be a physical boundary. It can be verbal boundaries that we set with someone, what we do allow to hear or what we allow other people to share with us. But when I learn to set limits, that means that I know when it's getting to a point where I feel I may react in a negative way. So it's kind of you knowing your body, knowing what to say and how to say it so that we don't get caught into those loops with other people. And the fourth one is knowing when to let go. This can be tough, especially with family or if you're in a relationship or if you're on a job that causes stress or anger, knowing when to let go and knowing when to actually say no. And no is a complete sentence. It's important for us to remember that no, it's okay to say no. It's okay to let go of things that are causing a stress or even anger outbursts. The fifth one I would like to give you guys is to actually learn to have humor in our lives. When we can learn to laugh and not just laugh to kind of get past something, but to actually physically laugh and it be a genuine laugh, to know what we're laughing about, to surround ourselves with people who make us feel better about ourselves, I think can be very helpful in actually building resiliency towards anger. And the last one that I would like to give for you guys, which I think will be really helpful, is to set realistic expectations for ourselves and for others. Sometimes we get to that point, you guys, when we have displaced anger, and maybe it's due to sadness or helplessness or fear that we've had in the past, and it's hard for us to be realistic about other people and their belief systems. And when we think of anger styles, there's many types. You have aggressive, where you see someone who can just kind of turn loose and go into an aggressive fashion verbally or physically. You can have passive aggressive where you have someone who may say something that's an indirect statement that actually affects you or an action that can be indirect. And sometimes they can sabotage things in our lives. Sometimes anger can be seen as passive, where sometimes we kind of lock up and we internalize that feeling. And then sometimes anger can be seen as assertive. And that's when we're able to communicate appropriately and we can manage our emotions in a different light. So I wanted you guys to kind of remember, if you struggle with anger, it's important to talk about it and not to be rash in our behaviors and our words and just to react in the moment, but to learn to step back and to slow down. And when we can learn to slow down, then we can actually decrease a lot of that judgment that we have in our heads that are clouded, it is clouded at times, or our perception that sometimes can be distorted. Because a lot of times when we have a distorted view of something, then we start to react. 
But when I can actually look in an accurate perspective of how I'm feeling, then it empowers me to make the next right decision. So it's important for us to think of common activities, things that keep us centered and things that will help to actually keep us grounded in our decision making. And these tips will help us to manage our anger better. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today. Um, If you guys have not followed me before, please follow me on Facebook. The fan page is called Tuma's Gift. That's T-U-M-A apostrophe S-G-I-F-T. We'd love to get some feedback from you guys of new topics or things you want me to discuss on next week's episode. Um, You guys, I want you to remember to just love ourselves. I want you guys to remember to listen, to be there for others, because it's so important for us to be there for others. And then that way we can actually change the way we feel. Hope you guys have a great day and I'll see you next time. I'm sorry.